Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome again to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the podcast where we talk about Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I am David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. And we are on to minute number eight. Eight starts with uh, Savick saying, because, or I should say she's whining because <laughs> more than she says it, and then it ends with Kirk saying, and you with it. And you with what? Yes, yeah. you with it. So uh, um, this was a, a interesting, interesting minute, and I as I won't quote this as saying this is one of my favorite minutes, but I will say actually I'm going to go and say the next two minutes are a couple of my best dialogue minutes because it's Kirk and you know Savick, Kirk and Spock, and there's you know we're really getting into some good dialogue here to it, again I, I i've been saying this like every minute it's like foreshadowing later with great i feel like this movie is just filled with great dialogue yeah i agree i think a couple of things because i thought the same thing too is that we're right right out of, right out of the gate we're establishing kirk and savik's relationship through a good chunk of the movie right yes um, and um and of course, you know Spock and Kirk. It's always great to just any kind of interactions they have together. Is you know their friendship is is so such a huge part of the Star Trek universe. It's just always good to see them interact. Whether you know you, you always wonder, right? You know, are we ever going to see you know emotion from Spock? You know, because we know <laughs> we know they love each other as brothers and all that stuff. But it's always right. fun to watch. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, um, definitely with that. And you know, talking about like you had mentioned. We see Savix and Kirk's relationship, and we definitely get that, like right out of the gate. You know, uh, she's she's sort of whining and going, you know, because there's there's no way to win here, and he sort of is like, you know, it's as much as we we learn as much from death as we do from life. So you know, this is a learning moment for you, and you sort of have to deal with it, right? You know, he sort of, and and I again, I, I think this is great dialogue that's precursor to more great dialogue agreed i think i think that those two lines i mean you just mentioned one of them but those two lines he um you know kirk uh you know his first answer to her is hey you know the no-win scenario is a you know something that every commander must face right um which you know right there it should be no win scenario all with capital letters and yeah um i mean we're going to hear that more than once in this <laughs> film and, and uh i think it's it's uh you know we're gonna we're gonna find out it's it's part of the theme of the movie, um, so I think that's you know pretty telling. We this right. first time we're hearing it. We should count how many yeah. win scenarios um, there are. Uh, so that's one. That's one. <laughs> um, but um, and then the other line that he, he gives to, he gives her uh, is you know how we deal with death is is at least as important as how we deal with life. With life, right? Uh, I think that's like such a. I mean, it's not. Um, I mean, Star Trek, right? But it's pretty profound right I, I think and it's it's um i think there's also more of that in this film there's kind of these heavy moments um and not that this is like a heavy downer moment you know right here it's just it's like oh that really 
it, it's giving me something to think about. I, yeah. which I know he throws he throws back right. there, right? It's yeah. Like, well, now he has something to think about, which is again, I, I I wanted to bring it up. I think in the last minute because there was a, this, the humor in in Wrath of Khan. Um, I think is perfect. Yes, they they push all the characters push just a little bit in, into these kind of funny moments without going too far, at least in my opinion, without going too far and being just you know ridiculous, ridiculous over the top. Which which we which we I think we see in later movies where they attempt to be too funny, too ridiculous, and it becomes you know the product of a you know part of a bad movie. Yeah, which I don't understand why they you know you. You can have humor in a movie, you know, a sci-fi like this, and you could still have serious moments. You don't have to go so over the top that it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that, you know, just when I get something new to think about, carry on, and he just walks away. Right. Um, go ahead. The one th- the, no, the one thing I was thinking about is um, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, Savick in the next minute as well. Um the one thing that I, uh, you know, that's that's, we sort of mentioned in a previous minute was her sort of saying, you know, sort of showing a little bit of emotion, saying, saying, damn, mm-hmm. you know, it's like she's a Vulcan, you know, she's, you know, and we brought up some elements of why she may say that, but again, I think a little bit of her emotion is coming out where she's like, you know, Admiral, as I, you know, as I indicated, Admiral, that thought had not occurred. There's a, such an underlying sort of just a touch of attitude there a touch of there is a touch of emotion there sort of like you know she's a child who's just been scolded and responding to the parents saying yeah i I know dad and it just furthers her excellent kirstie alley was fantastic in this movie and i think this again shows how well she played this character yeah you're you're absolutely right i think yeah she is bristling right she yes you can tell she's it's all she, she's she fuming she, yeah she's fuming. fuming underneath and she just is biting her tongue and just you know thought had not occurred to me you know i said that you know and as just, i indicated right you know she's still staying sort of in that vulcan but you can see the anger the you know you can see that there's something below the surface yep well, while we're just focused on savik before we move on um i i I could be wrong, but I need you to probably maybe check me on this. Is she only wearing one earring? Oh, you know what? I hadn't even. <laughs> that's a. I can't really tell because uh, she's half her face is in shadow. All right, so let's keep an eye out for that because I'm like, oh, is that is that a a vocal uh, a it, Vulcan style? Uh, it definitely could be. Or, or was it because this was made in the '80s and that's just some someone wasn't paying attention? It. Yeah, you know what? Now that I'm I'm sort of having the minute on loop here, I do see the one earring and maybe not another. Maybe it's just the way the lighting is and we can't really see it. Maybe it's reflecting. Uh, I don't know, but I yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. That's <laughs> it's the details, you know. Yes, it's the details. It's which leads, minute. Which which leads me to one of my favorite details of this minute. The exit sign. The exit sign. Yeah. Yep. Are you t- are you kidding me that they have that exit sign in that time period? Come on. <laughs> it's like a it's a classic. I don't know. Classic piece of architecture. <laughs> <laughs> I just it just it always gets me whenever I see it. Yeah, I'm not sh- I'm not sure either. That's uh, 
that whole see so this is the sequence right when he he leaves the bridge and he's he's coming down the hall the back hallway or something right yes and, yeah you see the exit sign and then looking at the the hallway and all the kind of decorations on the walls and yeah uh it to to me it, to me I, I this would totally be on star trek the ride at Disney, <laughs> yes right yes that was I, the hallway you're looping through <laughs> yes it's that sign fits like you know don't you know people with heart conditions should not enter the enterprise <laughs> right right um so i'm gonna i'm gonna put this one out here for <clears throat> for homework for 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 you for me and for our listeners okay. that sign so wait Ray, we we we're looking at the uh, and I guess we should probably, I don't know if we've actually said this, so let me back up a second. So we are, the Wrath of Khan Minute, we're, lo- we're reviewing the theatrical release yes. of Wrath of Khan. So there's multiple versions. There's the director's cut. Uh, I think you said there was a... Uh, yeah, so there's the, uh, yeah, there's the original cut, what they call the director's edition, mm-hmm. which we will go into later when we get to those moments. And then there was this ABC TV movie cut, which... Apparently, some of these scenes they shot from different angles, and they use those different angles in the ABC TV movie. I've not found a reason why they use these alternate angles. It's basically the same dialogue. Mm -hmm. It is just different positioning of the characters. Okay. Not sure why. All right. That is is weird. Um, So, so the homework. Anyway, so the homework. So, we're – so, I'm reading this sign. It's – it says the use of this facility with authorized supervision only reservations must be made 24 hours in advance with master at arms. And I can't read it. <laughs> I, even on the Blu-ray, I can't read who the master at arms is. Cause I'm pretty sure his name is at the bottom of the sign. Yeah. Uh, so I'm throwing it out there. Homework for, for you, me and listeners. Uh, if you know, who it is, I'd love to, I'd love to know, Dr- drop us a line at, at a podcast at Rathacon minute dot com um much appreciated yes um that was one of the things i was going to mention and i'm glad you brought it up is because i can't i can't read it either um so can we just back up a little bit um uh before he left the bridge after he you know gave his little snarky remark to uh to uh savik and then just left her standing in the middle of the room right right yeah He, he, he just walks out uh Lots of great his little walk and talk there. Lots of walking. Lots of great visuals of all the different stations on the bridge, and um, I just have that on a loop right now. And it's just cool to look at everything in the background, all the different right. displays and stuff. But um, McCoy chimes in um, and said, "You know, obviously they're all alive. They're all you know standing." Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, he's like, "Would it make more sense to put an experienced crew, uh, you know, back on the ship?" Um, <clears throat> and Kirk's response is galloping around the cosmos as a game for the young. Uh, yep. To me, you brought it up in the last minute, uh, talking about his attitude and everything. Y- yes. That's, this is- that's, I think, right there. Like, aha, so he's got some kind of midlife crisis going on? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was going to mention that about the, the snarky comment he makes back to McCoy there. And, you know, and Uhura's like, well, what's that about? You right. know, like, why is he all bent out of shape? And we obviously will see later what it's about, and it get, becomes clearer and clearer. But this is definitely the makings of why he's got a, you know, he's got an issue here. Yeah, 
I think it would have been fun too. You know, after she says, you know, instead of saying, you know, now what is that supposed to mean? It would have been fun. Right. Yeah, just the three of them exchange looks and then all like flipped in the bird behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying we're old? Yeah. You can be old, Kirk. We're not old. I'm as young as I feel. <clears throat> and there's a. Uh... You know, right after he, you know, he gets through the, the Disney-esque corridor and, you know, uh, the first thing he says to Spock is, aren't you dead? You know, it's, again, bringing up the death thing with Spock and right. it's just becoming, again, it's a lot of foreshadowing in these first couple of minutes of things that we may or may not see later in the movie. Right. I was also thinking, I think a couple ways, I, I agree with the foreshadowing and you've got me actually, I've been thinking about it a lot offline because you brought it up quite a bit i think last time like yeah, god there is a ton of foreshadowing and i think there's there's even you know there's, there'll be there's be, there'll be more coming right um i mean even even as even kirk's quote when he's reading the book it was the best of time it was the worst i mean it's just so much like <laughs> i just see it all sort of playing out you know now that we've seen it ten ten thousand times like oh my god like going back and watching this minute a minute you can see like wow I don't think I ever really got that before. No, it is pretty cool. Um, but the but uh, the aren't you dead comment, which again, funny, right? And right. Playing enough for humor, and even Spock's, you know, I think he gives him a little eyebrow lift, uh, which is also hilarious. Um, I think that's you know that's about as emotional as Spock gets, uh, which I love. Uh, but I was also wondering if the aren't you dead thing was also kind of a jibe at at the audience were right. I think we talked about that. There was, you know, people, there was rumors, people knew that, Oh, right. Spock might die in this movie. And then they kind of pretend to kill him in the beginning. And yeah. so is this ha, just ha, another ha. little zinger? Like, oh, yes. Yes. Dead? <laughs> right. So, uh, and one of the other things that I like about this minute, as we talk about funny esque things with this Disney hallway and the wonderful exit sign is you mentioned it. And I believe in the first, first minute or the second minute about, uh, the other movie that Shatner was in that summer was Airplane 2. Mm-hmm. And the door sound that they make in that movie where they're, shh, shh, it just, it, it, I recall that listening. It's like the first one is like, shh, and then the second, you know, the different, like, it. oh, it's just perfect. Right. Like how they handled it in Airplane 2 that... <laughs> Isn't that the? Isn't that how they open the door? They like say shh to the door, and, it, and yeah, and airplane too. That's exactly it. <laughs> and this is a minute that perfectly exposes why they, you know, why they did that was because of this minute probably right here where the door sort of shh, and then it closed. Shh. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I have to go into uh, well. Th- one minutia, and then two. I have to nerd out. So the minutia piece was. Uh, the Spock's reaction to "Aren't You Dead?" Uh, you know, the kind of the camera angle flips to Spock, and um, uh, on the wall next to him is some funky decorations that uh, look like I don't know. I think my grandmother had it in her house in, when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, just this random, you know, it's look, it's look like stars, right? But it's just it's kitschy. And it's just yeah. Kind of like, why is this uh, wherever they are lobby? Why is it decorated? This is a training facility at Starfleet. Why is it decorated like my grandmother's house? Mm, maybe not to be so stale. I, I guess sure. just to warm it up. I guess yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of you nice. see a couple plants there in the background. Yeah. Make it make it a little nice. I guess so. Um, anyway, so here's my nerd my nerdery. So the the door is closed, um, 
and there's a label on the door, the Mark IV simulator. Yeah. Um, but it says the Mark IV simulator enterprise class. Mm. Now, I'm sure, uh, and I did have to go double check this because, you know, I, I will admit I'm, I'm a nerd and, and uh, I love this stuff. Uh, but, and I know that the enterprise is a constitution class ship. Yep. Um, so the first thing that jumped to me, like, wait a minute, an enterprise, I've never heard of an enterprise class. So I went and looked it up and there isn't, there is not an, so this is a, a mistake. Um, is it, well, is it, is it a mistake or are they just saying this is the, this is if you were commanding the enterprise? Oh, you mean like the enterprise, the enter- so, so this is, this the is enterprise a, class you, 101. So you use this room. Is that, what they're, what they're I, that's about? sort of, that's sort of. What I was thinking, like this is clearly, you know, as we talked about the beginning of the minute, you know, several minutes ago, and you know, we see the blob turn into the Enterprise, and when then we realize, you know, the chair, and we're on the Enterprise, we get it. So I, that's what I I took it as was saying, hey, this is the Enterprise. Maybe there is a, you know, uh, Excelsior version, or there is uh, another. I, I, I'm not gonna. The reliant version, or you know, you know, whatever other versions of the ships, we're testing your are, knowledge. Well, well, because yeah, we know that this it's a Constitution class, and maybe there are specific ships they teach on because maybe all Constitutions. I don't know the background enough of each ship, and I probably should. And as, as a fellow nerd in this stuff, I probably should know the difference between a lot of the ships. But <clears throat> you know, maybe the Enterprise. Being the the flagship of the you know of the uh, federation is probably one of the ships they teach. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll give you that. That seems that seems totally. I'll buy it. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's not a gaff. It's not a goof or a mistake on that movie's part. Right. I'll give you that. So I'm in. You've sold me. Uh, okay. I'm glad I sold you. So there's one thing that I wanted to say about last minute, and you would ask me the question after Kirk comes out. And there's the voice that comes down, and I said, they say, blowers on. Yeah. So I still think it says blowers on, mm-hmm. but I was looking at a uh, transcription of the movie as I was looking up another quote from this minute, yep. which does not appear in this transcription. They say that the voice says, motors on. Motors? Motors? Yes. So go back and listen to it again, last minute, minute number seven, and see if you or our listeners out there, if they are saying blowers on or motors on. But, you know, I see that now, not, and I guess, you know, it's retreading, right? But your blowers on made total sense. I know. That's why I think uh, maybe I'm believing it because that's what I wanted. You know, hey, the smoke, the blowers are sucking the, you know, the air. <laughs> I don't know. And the reason why it made me think of that is because I went looking for what – the voice says in this one, which I thought it said, engineering cadets assemble on sea level. Mm-hmm. That's what I th- think they say. Okay. It, I, 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 think, I think I agree. I, don't, I didn't write down what I heard them say, but I thought it was pretty clear. Because I was listening to it because you pointed it out last minute, and I'm like, oh, what is that voice saying? And I listened to it several times, and I think they say engineering cadets, but I'm not quite sure. And again, our listeners can point out if – that's right or wrong i'm sure they will <laughs> um, if we're getting stuff wrong the internet's going to let us know uh, of course they will yes uh, um 
right. So we, uh, I'm gonna, speaking of letting us know, so uh, in the you know we were goofing on you know the death scenes of uh, you know when the Klingons attack and the shows up and um, we sort of you know we're, we're playing it up and we we know that they were not really dead and but listener Jim po- pointed out to us that we. Uh, <laughs> we may have sold it a little too much that we thought they were all dead because he he pointed out that it uh, it definitely to him looked a little fake. <laughs> yes, and I th- agreed. I, th- I think yeah, maybe we were. Yeah, so yeah. Jim, we recognize what you thought was fake, and we agree with you. We were just sort of playing it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, and I still like I I still think though that that jump that Sulu jumping out of the chair was. <laughs> that is the best. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, now that we're going backwards in time to, <laughs> to minute seven, do you have anything else about uh, minute eight that you wanted to talk about? I, I do not. And I, I apologize to our listeners for going backwards a little bit, but this is how things work. I guess we go back forward, talk about, hey, the movie's great. Let's talk about it all. It's probably going to happen again. So but Yes. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, I, um, I'm all set as well. So I guess with that, we can wrap it up. Um, and uh, we will be back on um, Friday. Choose, Friday, thank you. Check out <laughs> my calendar again. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with Minute 9. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can reach us all different places now. Uh, uh, drop us an email uh, at podcast at rathaconminute.com. Uh, hit us on Twitter, uh, WOK Minute on Twitter. And we're also on the Facebook. Uh, it's the Wrath of Con Minute podcast page at Facebook. Uh, um, and uh, if you could... Uh, check us out and drop us a like that'd be great and uh we'd also love to uh, uh or ask you if you guys could please uh give us a review and rate us on itunes uh help help the show out uh we'd really appreciate it yep. and uh i guess until then uh we'll see you next time on the wrath of Con minute